0: distractions from devotion to my Lord. I'm tempted with the things of earth and pleasures of this world. Lord, may there be but this one thing in my life I pursue. To know you more, to love you more, and be consumed with you. To live is Christ and nothing more For me to live is Christ whom I adore Lord help me be consumed with Thee So that for me to live is Christ There will be trials and testings that he will ordain. But selfishly I ask him for relief from all my pain. May I be so consumed with him that even when I'm tried, my only breath when suffering is Christ be magnified. And when someday God calls me home through death's dark fearful, Enter to eternity with Christ forevermore. If on this earth my only God in goodness and in pain, for me to live was Christ alone, then death would be my gain. For me to live is Christ, and nothing. For me to live as Christ, whom I adore. Lord, help me be consumed with thee. So that for me to live as Christ. Lord, help me be consumed with thee. That's for
1: me to live The Albarico, as you're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. It's a happy Friday coming up during 11 to 1. Today, you'll hear from Vicki Mutchler on a word of encouragement. That's at 1130 at 1205 CW Today with Loretta Walker. And it's Friday. So at 1230, we get to air for you the Keep the Heart podcast with Francie Taylor. Be sure to stay with us right here on Faith Music Radio. We bring you these... Programs And I just feel like this two hours is power-packed here on Faith Music Radio between um, Vicki Mushler, Loretta Walker, ladies like Francie Taylor, um, Sherry House, Amy Sapp, and Kathy Sandiford. They join us throughout the week. It's a power-packed two hours. And then you bring the music that is produced by Faith Music Missions. And, oh, it's just such such a blessing and such an important part of my Christian life. You know, music for the Christian was God's idea. <laughs> and this biblic- this music based on biblical principles and uh, Bible stories, a lot of them tell Bible stories, and um, but definitely the biblical principles. And one of those principles is that you're not alone. And we're going to talk a little bit about loneliness in just a few minutes Uh, and I've loaded I've loaded some songs about loneliness and the first one is by my husband Dan Wolf, and it's called Alone Yet Not Alone. We can be alone but truly for the Christian you are not alone. We'll be back with more on this so stay with faith.
2: Yet not alone God's the light that will guide me home With his love and tenderness Leading through the wilderness And wherever I may roam I'm alone yet not alone. Be bent in fear He's the refuge I know is near In His strength I find my own By His faithfulness He's shown That so mighty is His shield All His love is now revealed When my steps are lost and desperate for a
3: guide,
2: I can feel His touch, a soothing presence by my side. Steps are lost, and desperate for a kind, I can feel His touch, a soothing presence by my side,
3: by my side.
0: programming is brought to you in part by charlie's electric for all of your electrical needs call charlie's electric at 812-867-1491 whether it's commercial industrial or residential charlie and his boys can do the job for you that's charlie's electric at area code 812-867-1491
4: have you been putting off estate planning every year you say i'm going to take care of it and yet it's not done Why not resolve to take the opportunity to get that done this year and call Sheets, Charles & Charles at 812-476-2762. That's 812-476-2762. Make an appointment and let Certified Elder Law Attorney Stephen Charles help you navigate this important part of your financial life. Stephen and Lindsay Charles are professionals, and they care. Stop by their office at 4828 Lincoln Avenue right behind Barnes & Noble or give them a call and set up an appointment, 812-476-2762. You'll be glad you did.
1: Faith Music Radio is a listener-supported station. You can give online at faithmusicradio.com or you can give by mail at Faith Music Radio, P.O. Box 2463, Evansville, Indiana, 477 477- one four. thank you, Jesus. Wall,
5: Jesus. Wall, this lonesome valley, this lonesome valley. This lonesome valley, this lonesome valley, we have to walk, we have to walk. walk it by ourselves, nobody else can walk it for us. Stand your trial. Can't stand your trial. You have to stand. You have to stand it by
3: yourself.
5: Nobody else can stand it for you. You have to stand it by yourself. Jesus walked, Jesus walked. this lonesome valley. This lonesome valley. To walk. He had to walk it by himself. Nobody else could walk it for him. He had to walk it by himself. He had to walk it by
3: himself.
1: The Lonesome Valley by Bruce. Fry. you're listening to faith music radio rachel harkins a friend of mine and she is going to be one of our breakaway session speakers aka our excursions for the faithful ladies vacation she'll be speaking to our senior saints senior saints seniors <laughs> that was a strong southern accent wasn't it our senior saints and she is speaking on sail on um, and the Faithful Lady's Vacation is April 21st and 22nd. You can learn more and register at faithmusicradio.com. But in, on her Facebook page and um, in her blog, um, inthineheart.com, Rachel often shares quotes from um, devotionals that she's reading. And this quote from streams in the desert. Now, that's a great devotional written by Letty Kalman. And um, in this devotional, um, Rachel shares a verse from the devotional and then also a quote from Letty. And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of day. That's Genesis 32 24. Jacob was left alone. Left alone. What? different sensations those words conjure up to each of us. To some, they spell loneliness and desolation. To others, rest and quiet. And I get what she's saying here. Sometimes I feel very lonely when I'm left alone, but sometimes I feel finally some peace and quiet, right? But Letty goes on to say, to be left alone without God is would be too awful for words, but to be left alone with him is a foretaste of heaven. If his followers spent more time alone with him, we should have spiritual giants again. If his followers spent more time alone with him, we should have spiritual giants again. And here's two songs for you. The first one sung here by Ed Russ, and it's called When I Get Alone with God. And then you're going to hear from Hopewell Baptist Church, You're Not Alone. Just focusing on that today. You're listening to Faith.
6: There's a place that's so dear to my memory. It is a place where angels trod. A hallowed spot on a high hilltop I get alone with God And the feeling that comes stealing over me In humbleness while kneeling To the great creator of everything I just can't express my feeling At the end of the day day, When I kneel to pray pray. It's a hallowed spot on a high hilltop Never want to go away, such a wonderful feeling, in His presence I'm healing, it's a place where angels trod, when I get along with God. Then my heart is the place where Jesus dwells And he gives me peace within The Holy Spirit speaks to my heart And convinces me of sin With the feeling that comes stealing over me I come to him confessing Then I thank and praise him for everything As I stop and recount each blessing At the end of the day it is a hallowed spot upon a high hilltop. I never want to go away. Such a wonderful feeling. In His presence, I'm healing. It's a place where angels talk.
7: When I get alone with God.
6: IN THE VALLEY HE RESTORES MY SOUL TODAY, BY STILL WATERS I AM FOUND. HE lifts ME UP TO THE MOUNTAIN TOPS, AND NOW I'M ON HOLY GROUND. JUST LIKE MOSES STOOD IN THOSE DAYS OF OLD, WITH HUMBLENESS WHILE KNEELING. TO THE KING OF KINGS AND TO THE LORD OF LORDS, I JUST CAN'T EXPRESS MY FEELING. At the end of the day, day, when I kneel to pray, pray, it is a hallowed spot upon a high hilltop. I never want to go away. Such a wonderful feeling in His presence, I'm healing. It's a place where angels talk. When I get up. The day, at the end of the day, when I, to pray. when I kneel to pray, it is a hallowed spot upon a high hilltop, I never want to go away, away. Such, a such a wonderful feeling, in His presence oh, I feel, wrong. Wrong. it's a place where angels trod, but I get along with, with God, at the end of the day. Is a hallowed spot upon a high hilltop. I never wanna go away. Such a wonderful feeling, a wonderful feeling. in His presence, I'm
3: feeling. It's a place where angels too.
0: When your heart. From earthly
3: sorrow You feel like you are all alone Tears fall as rain Your soul is anguished Faith now is tired All hope seems gone
1: and amen to that you remember the blind man in the bible who jesus spit on the ground made a little bit of mud and put it on his eyes well here's a song about the blind man and then miss vicki will be talking about mud in your eye today during 11 to 1 thank you for joining us on faith music radio
8: Business Affairs I heard a commotion A couple streets over Wondered what was happening there A young man Was running from in that Direction and stopped Just to catch his breath I asked him to please Tell me what was the hurry He smiled up at me And said I was trying to catch The cripple. now. A mute man was telling myself and a deaf girl he's leaving to answer God's call. It's hard to believe, but if you don't trust me. in your hour of trouble One touch and you're never the same You'll be trying to catch the cripple man Did he run past his way He was rushing home to tell everyone What Jesus did today And the mute man was telling myself that to believe but if you don't trust me
9: Here's today's word of encouragement from Mrs. Vicki Mutchler.
10: Here's mud in your eyes. Some people speculate that term came from the trenches in World War I because the soldiers had to dig, live and fight in those trenches and they stayed pretty muddy. Another explanation comes from horse racing. In horse racing, the winning horse will kick mud into the eyes of those behind him. So when someone says, here's mud in your eye, he's really congratulating himself. In the Bible, Jesus uses it to give sight to a man blind from birth. The disciples saw this as a topic of discussion rather than a blind man in need of a miracle. Who sinned? Was it him? His parents? Well, it sounds too much like us. Jesus saw him. Jesus used spittle, a.k.a. slobber. Unpleasantness, to say the least. Why not just say the word? Here's mud in your eye. We always prefer the word rather than the mud. However, it's Jesus that chooses. Many times we're not physically blind, but spiritually. Sight can be restored by the words of a sermon kindness of a friend, or the beauty of seeing God in His creation. It's not God's will for us to grope in darkness. He is the light. So I say to you, here's mud in your eye.
9: Mrs. Vicki Mutchler is the wife of Pastor Mike Mutchler of Grandview Baptist Church in Beaver Creek, Oregon, where they've ministered together for over 30 years. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional resources from Mrs. Mutchler and her daily word of encouragement, visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com. Word of Encouragement is a production of Faith Music Radio.
1: And he is the light. In fact, he's my lighthouse. here, Cecily Hamilton and friends.
7: oftentimes we get discouraged and we think that no one cares it's hard to find somebody just to sit down and talk and share about the things that god has promised and the things that he will be in the song that i am singing this is what he means to me he's my lighthouse he's my bridge over troubled waters he's the old ship of zion out on the He's the one I'm leaning on. He's the man who conquered Calvary. He's the rock I'm standing
3: on.
7: Let us lift our hearts toward heaven. For His love, He showed a new beginning On the wings of a dove For He brought us through the dark nights And He's helped us through our sorrows I'm excited in His spirit I can sing about His love He's my lighthouse He's my bridge over troubled waters He's the old ship of Zion Out on the raging sea He's my cornerstone He's the one I'm leaning on He's the man who conquered Calvary He's the rock I'm standing on
11: He's my lighthouse He's my bridge over troubled waters He's the old ship of
8: Zion
11: Out on the raging sea He's my
7: cornerstone He's the one I'm leaning on He's the man who conquered Calvary He's the rock I'm standing on
3: The man who conquered Calvary
6: guaranteed work from certified ASE mechanics. That's the peace of mind that comes with Thrifty Car Care in Evansville. Sure, you could roll the dice, grab a wrench, and watch a YouTube video and do it yourself, but that could cost you a whole lot more than you want to pay in time and money. Thrifty Car Care does it all, bumper to bumper. They back all repairs, foreign and domestic, with a 24-month, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Thrifty Car Care with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. They're located at 4500 East Morgan Avenue in Evansville. Or call 812-437-5011. That's 812-437-5011. Or go online at thriftycarcarecenter.com.
0: Is there junk piling up around your house? Wish you could just get rid of it with a swipe of your hand? Well, waving your hands won't do it, but using your fingers to call 812-598-6300 can make that happen for you. Complete Hauling will haul off that old couch, clear out your basement or your garage, they'll even clear the whole house out for you. Did someone move out of one of your rental properties and leave you with a bunch of junk that they don't want? Call Complete Hauling at 812-598-6300. And get rid of all of your unwanted items very easily. Again, call 812-598-6300 today.
12: I'm Pastor Thomas Alvis from Powhatan, Virginia. We love Faith Music Radio because the gospel is heard here.
7: word of a beautiful city, but in my mind it's hard to conceive. Just what it will look like, so try to imagine, but one of these days it will be reality. Can you imagine what it's like to Walk the streets of pure gold Can you imagine What it's like to see the gates of shining pearl Can you imagine A city where there's no more now For you see the Lamb of God is the light If you imagine These things that will all take place Then you've imagined A city built for those saved by grace got to do is just believe and all these things you will receive. Can you imagine the way it
13: will be? When I start to imagine just what that city will look like, my mind can't comprehend it at all. Well, I get so excited when I
7: think of all the splendor, but more it's like to walk the streets of pure gold Can you imagine? What it's like to see the gates of shining pearl Can you imagine? A city where there's no more now For you see the Lamb of God is the light If you imagine these things that will all take place Then you've imagined a city built for those saved by grace all you gotta do is just believe And all these things you will receive Can you imagine The way it will be? Can you imagine What it's like to walk the streets of your goal? Can you imagine What it's like to see the gates of shining pearl? A city where there's no more night For you see the Lamb of God is the light Can you imagine? Things that will all take place Then you've imagined A city built for those saved by grace All you gotta do is just believe And all these things you will receive Can you imagine The way it will be Can you imagine The
3: way it will be
1: Can you imagine it? Boy, I can't imagine it. It's going to be wonderful. And I'm looking forward to going to heaven when I die. And I know I'm going to heaven when I die. In fact, God says in his word, we can know. 1 John 5, 13, These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. I have a necklace on and I love this necklace. It's a little heart, and it's got sapphires in it. My husband's birthstone is a sapphire, and it, I just love it. But it's not going to last forever. But I have it. It's mine, and eternal life was mine the day I received Jesus Christ as my Savior. I have, right now, I have eternal life. And I love that thought, that she may know that she have. That's what the Bible says. And I'm going home one day. And here's a friend singing the gospel. You're listening to Faith Music Radio.
3: There
14: is a place of constant rest. A place of joy. And no more sadness A place of beauty beyond compare So many loved ones waiting there Think of all the wonders that will behold The jasper walls, the streams of Oh, at last in heaven will be Our loving Savior, His face we shall see I'm going
5: So many voices are calling you, offering answers these days. Listen, my children, I warn you, nobody knows what tomorrow may bring, a time to cry or a time to sing. Time for trusting in Him Hear now these words Once spoken by Jesus I am the way The truth and the life No man may he Come unto the Father Only by me Must you be Listen, my children, don't worry Listen to words He once said I will never, no, never leave you I am with you always Be not afraid Listen, my children, be holy time of trouble be faithful and true wait upon him your strength he will renew fly like an eagle again hear now these words once spoken by jesus my yoke is easy my burden is light come unto me all ye who labor he shall, shall find rest unto your soul. Hear now these words, once spoken by Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man may he come unto the Father, only by me. Must you believe only, by, only
3: me. by me? Must you believe?
1: And you're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. I'm Janice, your host, till one o'clock. Still to come during the noon hour of eleven to one, you'll get to hear from Loretta Walker on CW today, and also Francie Taylor on Keep the Heart. I have a thought for you from Francie Taylor, and also let me let me stop here before I move forward. Francie will be joining us for the Faithful Ladies' Daycation. <clears throat> April twenty first through twenty second, she is one of our keynote speakers, and also Sharon Rabin will be joining us. But I love Francie's teaching; it's such practical biblical help. And I love to follow Francie on social media and keep the heart as well. And I love following the Keep the Heart podcast. This is what Francie put out the other yesterday, actually on on March. 2nd, March 2nd, and that's important um, because she talks about the Proverbs library. Did you know there was a Proverbs library? It's at keeptheheart.podbean.com, keeptheheart.podbean.com, Proverbs chapters and she has a whole if you go there you'll be able to find it and there's a whole Proverbs library so you can listen to a proverb of day but this is what she had to say about Proverbs 2 which was the proverb for yesterday March 2nd. Francie says whenever we see the if and then in scripture we're reading the condition God gives wisdom if we'll receive it but He allows us to choose. And here's the verse she's referencing, or the verses, Proverbs 2, 1 and 5. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, if, there it is, verse 5 says, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. God says he'll give us wisdom. That's his promise. In verse 6 of that same chapter, God gives wisdom if. We will receive it. That's so important to realize. So when we see those ifs and thens, we know we're reading the conditions. And it's our choice. This means we need to be in receiver mode, ready and willing to accept the gift of wisdom from the Bible. Accessing the Bible is so easy now. We tap, swipe, and listen. Some apps will even slowly, slowly scroll the reading for our reading pleasure. So, remind me, what's a really good excuse for not reading our Bibles? Oh, I know this one. Too busy, right? Well, then, since we're so busy, we'd better pencil in some time for cleaning up messes that God would have helped us to, to avoid. God keeps trying to give us wisdom, He won't give up. <laughs> and she said the proverb yesterday, Proverbs 2, that chapter's loaded, but aren't they all? And in this, she gives a link for the proverbs read aloud by she what Francie says is a familiar voice her voice and it's easier than ever they put the proverbs in a library so you can access all 31 chapters without hunting and that's again keeptheheart.podbean.com keeptheheart.podbean.com you can have all 31 chapters of proverbs there for your listening and reading enjoyment. A word of God so very important. Your Cecily Hamilton and friends, your word.
7: to Your Word.
11: Each new day I see Your mighty
7: My soul every day Your word speaks peace To lighten my way I find joy, hope And sweet mercy flows Your gentle voice Anchors my soul
1: Coming up during the noon hour, let me remind you, you'll hear from both Loretta Walker and Francie Taylor. And so be sure to stay with us. Loretta is talking about instilling core problems in children. Are you doing that, but maybe not realizing that you are instilling core problems in your children. And um, this is going to be a great lesson from Loretta. And of course, the one from Francie is going to be phenomenal as well. Paul Chapman is going to take us into the noon hour of 11 to 1 with one of my favorites. I could listen to this over and over um, every day. It's called I'll never forsake you. It's such a great, great song of comfort and encouragement. Thank you for joining us on faith. Stay with us.
13: O soul, are you weary from wave upon wave Of grief and affliction whom no man can save? Has sickness surrounded or unending night Uncertainty stolen, your joy and your mind? Doubting or fearful, remember His care. The helpless and hopeless need never despair. For from your afflictions His glory shall spring. The deeper your sorrow, the louder you'll sing. Remember your father. His promise, is love. I'll never forsake you, this pain will not break you, for I will remake you for unending joy. My promise is faithful, though now it is painful. No power can trample my covenant love. Remember your Savior, His grief and His pain The lonely affliction, unmerited shame Though you had betrayed Him, He died in your place The joy set before Him, He offers by grace Remember. His promise is love. I'll never forsake you, this pain will not break you, for I will remake you for unending joy. My promise is faithful, though now it is painful, no power can trample my covenant love. never forsake you This pain will not break you, for I will remake you for unending joy My promise is faithful, though now it is painful No power can trample my covenant love Remember your father. His promise, his love.
9: Welcome to CW Today
15: parents and hear them dealing with their kids, and I try not to be judgmental, and oh, you're going to be sorry you did that. I try not to think those thoughts. Uh, But my mind often goes back, especially when I hear people instilling core problems in children. And when I say that, I'm saying when you constantly remind a child of, his problems or his mistakes or his weaknesses. I think that's instilling core problems in them. Like, take for instance, uh, you might have a forget for, forgetful child, and you'll just say you you never remember anything, and you just keep saying that's my forgetful one. That's and you you uh, tag them, label them with something like that. It makes it really hard on them. Uh, another thing that I've heard parents do to their children is say she's lazy. Now, can I tell you, if they are lazy, they ought to hear you brag and say, did you see her trying to do that? Man, she's a hard worker. You instill in the good instead of reminding them what they are because they'll fall back on that weakness and say, well, mom already thinks I'm lazy, so I might as well just prove her right. Another thing I've heard people say is he's careless. Well, he might be a careless child. He might be somebody that doesn't make a path when he goes for the ketchup on the table and spills water a lot and disrupts your meal but don't say he's careless just teach him how to move things out of the way so that he doesn't make a mess at the table how about she's not good at math well you know what I wouldn't say that I mean that makes her feel like I can't learn math You know, say that's not your best subject but I think you do very well at it Um, he doesn't listen well oh boy is that a hard one because maybe they are a kid that doesn't pay attention. But instead of telling them they don't listen well, just say, now make sure you're looking at me when I'm talking to you so that you can get every word and then make them repeat back to you what to say. That's better training than it is just saying, oh, he doesn't listen well. How about he's picky? Boy, do I have a story about that because I had a child that didn't like a certain type of food uh, growing up. And I went to Mrs. Evans and I said, this kid is picky. And she said, oh, Loretta, I'm picky too. Let's don't call him picky just because he doesn't like that type of food. And she had a little appointment with this son of mine to teach him how when he's in a a person's house or with somebody that that they're feeding this type of food that he didn't really care for, how to stir it around and, and try to act like you're eating it. She said, because... She said, you know, all of us have things that we don't enjoy, and it's okay. And I thought that was really different for me to hear somebody talk like that. And, but she told me, don't say he's picky. That's You're making him become what you think he is and may, maybe even become worse than that. How about she's hard-headed? Don't let them hear you say they're hard-headed. That means they're stubborn. And when they hear it, they might even decide, hey, if she thinks I'm stubborn, wait till she sees how stubborn I really can be. No, you know what the Bible says in Proverbs twenty eleven: Even a child is known by his doings, whether his work be pure and whether it be right. Yes, their works are known by what they do, but we do not have to instill in and them those weaknesses and wrong things by repeating them and telling them what they are. Let's encourage and, and train out of them those things that are not the desirable traits. But don't nag them and call them those things and give them pet names that make them feel like that they are bad. Let's train, let's teach, and let's encourage our children to become more what they're supposed to be than, they, than we ever thought possible. You know, if all of us would really practice this it, with all the children that we come in contact on a regular basis, our, there wouldn't be any kids with depression. There wouldn't be any kids that uh, feel have a lot of sadness because they got so many adults encouraging them and making them feel like, "Hey, I can do anything. I can become anything I'm supposed to become." That's what we're supposed to do with our children encourage them in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice.
9: Thanks, Miss Loretta. CW Today is a production of Faith Music Radio. For additional material about Loretta Walker, CW Today, and about Christian Womanhood magazine, visit Faith Music Radio online at www.faithmusicradio.com.
1: And that is just excellent, excellent advice from Loretta Walker. And here she is teaching us how to be an encourager when we work with children. And she's not just talking to moms. There's grandmas out there that need this. There are Sunday school teachers. I remember hearing a story, and it's so sad, from a young mom how she walked up to go pick her little boy, like four years old, up from class, a Sunday school class. And an older lady was teaching, and she heard him say, Johnny, now that's not the name, Johnny, you're just being a bad boy today. And you know what she did? She never took him go back to that class again. Never took him back to that class again. That's not encouraging. But we shouldn't be using those words to our children, our grandchildren, or the children we work with. Use encouraging words. Be positive when you you know look for the good look for the gold glittering and praise the child for that yes we have to correct children but we don't have to make statements like you always do that i believe what loretta was talking about in stewart instilling core problems in children that's how it happens by our words but pleasant words are as a honeycomb sweet to the soul and health to the bones it, instead of saying, you always do that, I said, now, that's not right to do, and I know you're, you can be better, and you're a smart kid. I know we can learn to do better with this. That's instilling good ways to correct to, for the, help the child correct the problem. There's so much good in what Loretta was teaching today, and I'm thankful that she does CW today with Loretta Walker each weekday here on Faith Music Radio. Paul Chapman has the first song. He had the last song of the last hour and the first song of this hour and it's just called You Belong. Let's help our children have this sense that they belong not just to us but to the King of Kings.
13: I've heard the prayers you've whispered I've listened to your cries I've seen you try in vain to find purpose in this life I've watched you search for safety and friends that let you down as the pressures of your trials just pushed you to the ground desperately you've tried to burn your place listen close and hear the voice of grace you belong to Have to try to find love in this life to pick the fight with doubt and fear and insecurity. Because you belong to me, you belong to me. I know you. To the price I paid for you But to earn the cost of my son's blood Is impossible to do You can find joy in devotion You can rest in all I've done This battle for acceptance Has already been won And desperately you tried to earn your place Listen close. Hear the voice of grace You belong to me You belong to me You don't have to try To find love in this life To pick the fight with doubt and fear and insecurity Cause you belong to me So you can trade your works for grace And be satisfied with only my embrace You belong to me You belong to me You don't have to try find love in this life, to pick the fight with doubt and fear and insecurity, cause you belong to me, you belong to me.
12: Melanie Smith of the Smith family and you're listening to Faith Broadcasting International.
4: Have you been putting off estate planning? Every year you say, I'm going to take care of it, and yet it's not done. Why not resolve to take the opportunity to get that done this year and call Sheets, Charles and Charles at 812-476-2762. That's 812-476-2762. Make an appointment and let certified elder law attorney Stephen Charles help you navigate this important part of your financial life. Stephen and Lindsay Charles are professionals, and they care. Stop by their office at 4828 Lincoln Avenue right behind Barnes and Noble, or give them a call and set up an appointment, 812-476-2762. You'll be glad you did.
16: Stephen Russ here, pastor of Faithway Baptist Church, honored to be in studio today with Jordan Duncan, director of Boone Funeral Home. And Jordan, Boone Funeral Home is more than just a local business. It's also a core part of the greater Evansville community. Isn't that correct? Yes, we've really worked hard to stay connected with our community by supporting local churches and community-based organizations. You know, I've seen firsthand the generosity and support that you've shown to our community. But for those who might be unfamiliar, can you expound a little further on that statement? At Christmas time, we have a remembrance tree that we light. If anybody has lost a loved one, we open that up to the public so they can place an ornament in their memory. Uh, we support Point Man Ministries, which is a veterans-based ministry. Thin Blue First is an organization supporting our police officers and Faith Music Radio. We've been a long-time supporters of you all here, and we look forward to your Christmas program that you guys put on every year. Uh, We also partner in bringing the Collingsworth family to Evansville. We feel strongly about faith-based music, and we try to support them in every way we can. Well, obviously, you have a passion for Christian music, Jordan, and you've done a lot to promote that in the community. But for this particular concert, how can folks attend? How can they secure a seat? Uh, The concert's going to be March 14th, 7 p.m. at Christian Fellowship Church on Millersburg Road, and uh, tickets are starting off at $25. And how do I secure a ticket? You can buy tickets at the door the day of the concert, $25 for those at general admission, or you can buy them at thecollingsworthfamily.com. Uh, the concert's going to be March 14th. 7 p.m. at Christian Fellowship Church. Well, on behalf of Faith Music Radio, we'd sure love to thank Boone Funeral Home for their love and support of our community, and we'd encourage our listeners to be sure to attend the Collingsworth concert on March 14th. Thanks for joining us today, Jordan. Perfect. Thanks for having
1: me. Here's Alicia Becker singing a song by the Collingsworth called Your Ways Are Higher Than Mine.
17: It's not what I prayed for. It's not what I wanted. It's not something I understand. My circumstances seem so confusing. I'm placing it all in your head. to move You want me to climb, so I Stay
7: Lord lived here on earth, when he walked and talked with men. He said, I'm going, but I'm coming back to earth again. As the crowd stood on the hill, they could see him rise that day. Angel said, he'll be coming, just as you saw him go away. Back just as he said he would To take his children and to his home far away Let us live, Let us live for Jesus, Jesus. And stand for what is good For we now we know he's coming back And it could be today
0: As we look can see the signs unfold Sin is increasing As the prophets all
14: foretold Now it won't be very long Our redemption
7: draweth nigh Soon the trump will be sounding His coming in the sky coming and just as he said he would today, to take his children to his home far away. Let us, live Let us live for Jesus and stand for what is good. we surely, surely know he's coming back and it could be today. We surely, surely know he's
3: coming soon and it could be.
1: We know it, we know it, we know it. He's coming. It could be any day. Any day. Let us live for Jesus and stand for what is good. Scott Pauley put this out there. He said, Scottish philosopher Thomas Carlyle once said, no lie can live forever. The psalmist said it best, for the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Did you get that? His truth endureth to all generations. Everything built on lies eventually falls. Truth stands. Everything built on lies eventually falls. Truth stands. And my friend, it's still true that Jesus came to save.
5: I've heard an old story of how a great king left his mighty throne and he came to earth All the way down to a lowly manger and appeared through a virgin birth
7: People started talking about what happened, no king had ever come that way But even though it's an old, old story, every word's still true today It's still true that He came that way, and it's still true that He died to save. Even though it's an old, old story, He's a God that will never change. Hallelujah! There's still glory in every promise He proclaimed. Every word of the old, old story is still just as true today. The like king himself would have left his throne just to die for me. He laid aside all his wealth and glory just to hang there between two thieves. Everybody watching started talking. No king had ever died that way. And even though it's an old, old story, it's still just as true today. And it's still true that he came that way. And it's still true that he died to save. Even though it's an old, old story, He's a God that will never change. Hallelujah, there's still glory in every promise He proclaims. Every word of the old, old story is still just as true today. It's still true that He came that way, and it's still true that He died to save. Even though it's it's an old, old story, story, He's a God that that will never change. change. Hallelujah! There's still glory in every every promise He proclaimed. proclaimed. Every word of the old, old story is still just as true today. Every word of the old, old story
1: Coming up in just a few minutes, you'll hear from Francie Taylor on Keep the Heart. Food won't fix that problem. No, it won't. Physical food won't fix that problem, but there is some spiritual food that'll fix just about, well, everything. Not just about, but everything. Here's Ed Russ. You're listening to
6: Faith. A table spread Where the saints of God are fed He invites His chosen people Come and dine With His manna He doth feed And supplies our every need Oh, tis sweet to sup With Jesus all the time Come, Come and dine, dine The Master calls. Come, Come, Come and dine You may feast at Jesus' table All the time He who fed the multitude Water into wine To to the hungry hungry, calleth now Come and and die The disciples came to land Thus obeying Christ's command For the master called to them Oh, come and die There they found their heart's desire Bread and fish upon the fire Thus he satisfies the hungry every time Come and and die The master calleth come and and die Feast at Jesus' table all the time, all the time. He who fed the multitude Turned the water into wine To the hungry calleth now Come and die
3: Come and die Come and die
6: Soon the Lamb will take His bride To be ever at his side All the host of heaven Will assemble be Oh, it will be a glorious sight All the saints in spotless white And with Jesus they will feast eternally Come and die, the master, come and die die. You may feast at Jesus' table all the time He who fed the multitude Turn the wire to, to the hungry, hungry call it now, now. Come and dine. He who
18: Tuesday, where we play the most popular episodes from the previous season. This week's episode, Food Won't Fix That Problem, opens with a true story of a time when I was trying to eat my way through a storm of dark grief. Since the problem wasn't hunger, food didn't fix it. Do you find yourself alternating between healthy and unhealthy eating habits? Are you stuck like that? To paraphrase a saying, it's not what you're eating, it's what's eating you. Let's listen again to three suggestions that can help us handle this matter wisely. Let me tell you about a time that I was trying to solve a problem the wrong way. I was in a short-term rental home visiting my adult children in Minnesota for 10 days, so I had the home as like the home base where they could come and go and we could do things together, and I could even do home cooking if I wanted to. It was a nice arrangement. But this one particular evening, it wasn't even mealtime, and I wasn't hungry. But I wandered into the kitchen. Have you ever done that? Can you relate? And then I found a bag of chips. So I opened up the bag. I measured out a serving, sort of, because the serving size was 15 chips, but everybody knows broken ones don't count, right? (laughs) Then I needed something sweet to offset the salty. So I wandered back into the kitchen and found a box of ginger cookies and took a short stack of those and walked away munching. Next, I opened the fridge, I was in the kitchen again, and I had a wedge of sharp cheddar cheese. Really strange combination going on here, but most of it was mindless. When I came back in the kitchen about an hour later and just picked up the can of cashews and opened the lid, I paused and said this to myself, food won't fix this.
12: Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, conference speaker, and teacher. She is passionate about teaching what to do with what we learn from God's Word. Now back to today's valuable study.
18: You know what I did with that can of cashews? I put the lid back on the can. I turned off the kitchen light and left the room. I was trying to solve a problem that wasn't hunger, and I was trying to solve it with food, and it would never work. Sometimes it's not what we're eating, it's what's eating us. You've heard that saying before, I'm sure. I was trying to eat my way through grief. The trip to Minnesota really flooded my soul with memories from my life there, from childhood all the way through 35 years of marriage. My beloved Norman is buried in Minnesota and visiting the cemetery just reminds me of how much my life has changed. Wandering in and out of the kitchen for a snack wasn't going to make my Norman come back and wasn't going to make life go back to how it used to be. But that didn't stop me from snacking between snacks. Food doesn't solve problems, but it can add a few. If we learn to recognize the times when we're eating for reasons other than hunger, we can retrain ourselves and make changes. God can help us do that. Let's get into this episode by considering three common reasons why we eat when we're not hungry and what we can do instead. First, let's talk about stress eating. Stress eating is a beastly habit that is so easily formed and so hard to break. Since most stress eating happens in secret, sometimes our loved ones may not even know we're doing it, but they can still tell because it's kind of like a pregnancy. Eventually, it starts to show. One of the most distressed people in the Bible was David, and this is what he did. Listen to Psalm 18.6. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and I cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him, even into his ears. Stress is a catch-all term for things that cause us to be disquieted in our souls. Distress, the other adjoining word, happens when the stress has gone on for too long. As we travel from stress to distress, it's common to become overwhelmed. When we're overwhelmed, our judgment becomes disjointed and very unreliable. God cares so much about our life disturbances. Psalm 61, too, is a good reminder that we can stop what we're doing and cry out for relief. Listen to the verse. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. We can cry out to God in prayer whenever we're overwhelmed. He can lead us back to balance. Food can't erase the feeling of being overwhelmed. It just puts something in our mouths and activates a signal to build a bad habit. Catch yourself when you're running to the kitchen or the snack drawer at work and pause long enough to pray. Stress eating will not solve the underlying issue at hand. Sometimes the gnawing hunger is a soul hunger and not a stomach hunger. When a person is trying to solve any problem apart from God, there will be a continuous appetite that mimics physical hunger. What can we do with the tendency to relieve stress with food? Make yourself wait seven minutes while you pray. Go to a private place, set your phone timer, and then pray through this seven minutes. Now there's nothing special about seven minutes. It's just short enough to be doable and long enough to cry out to God. A second reason why we may eat when we're not hungry, an abnormal mindset about food. Humorist and syndicated columnist Irma Bombeck said this about dieting. Irma Bombeck is from the Wayback, so you'd have to get on the Wayback machine to know who she was. But she was a, a funny lady, and she would make statements sometimes that were really, really crazy. And this is one of her statements. I've been on a constant diet for the last two decades. I've lost a total of 789 pounds. By all accounts, I should be hanging from a charm bracelet. <laughs> but the truth under her statement is like a hard backslap. With all the dieting going on in our culture, why is there anyone left walking that's bigger than a number two pencil? Could it be that the restrictive dieting is repetitively followed by a jailbreak form of eating in anticipation of the next round of food punishment? People are literally weird about food these days, and too many of us have been embracing the mentality of the culture rather than seeking any form of biblical wisdom on the subject. Our nation is overweight with diet plans, and anyone with an Instagram account is more than happy to give you advice and then sell you a product to fix your problem. Have you been changing your food plans according to every wind of dietary doctrine that floats by? Embracing it in the hope that this is the real deal? A popular quote says that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. Our mindset about food needs adjusting. Did God say anything about food in the Bible? Yes, He did. The first food plan is found in Genesis 129, and God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you. It shall be for meat. Now, I'm not saying that you can't eat anything but herbs and fruit and nuts. That's it. That was Genesis 129. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying God was giving us direction here. He provided these things for our nourishment. And so that means that these things aren't going to hurt us. God provided the potato, but humans invented the potato chip. Food as close to its original form as possible is not prone to promote overindulgence. But if we're struggling with poor eating habits, what sense does it make to keep the food in stock that we're trying not to eat? Romans 13.14 says this, But put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts thereof. The problem here is not just the food choices, it's also our mindset about food. Restrictive dieting won't fix the broken mindset. We need God to clear the clutter in our thought processes. What can we do about the habit of bouncing back and forth between healthy and unhealthy eating habits? Make your home a safe house. Make your workplace a safe house. Get rid of things that trigger overeating. Don't make a provision for your flesh, in other words and increase access to the whole foods that God has supplied for us that really help us out, that really nourish us, and that take care of our well-being. God did mean for us to enjoy food in moderation. You'll find that in Ecclesiastes. But when we're temperate in public and gluttons in private, we're just deceiving ourselves. Pray and ask God what would be the best nutritional plan for you, and don't be surprised when he points you back to the basics. Take the time to really pray through this issue. And finally, a third reason for eating when we're not hungry is this, unchecked habits. Habits are great when they work in our favor, but they become taskmasters when they're working against us. And the amazing thing is this, we're choosing our habits. When we choose to eat unhealthy foods in unlimited amounts, we're saying by our behaviors that we want to overeat more than we want a healthy physical body. But why would we do this to ourselves? The answers are too complicated to cover in a brief episode, but I encourage you to spend some time examining your personal why. Not the why you want to do a better job, but why have you chosen not to do better? There is something underneath the skin of this question. Search for those answers before trying to make any other changes. Otherwise, you may be applying the wrong solution. I used to coach clients in a wellness program several years ago, and I noticed a few common conditions in the clients. First, the clients who liked their lives had better health habits than those who did not like their lives, and they talked to us about these things, so that's how we knew. Stressful jobs, unhealthy relationships, or other problems in major areas of their lives predictably led to more problems with food. Could this also be your issue? The second thing I noticed with clients was what I called goal moving. These clients never allowed themselves to enjoy the achievement of having reached the goal. They looked fine, their weight was in a normal range for their height, their body frame, and their age, and they had gotten to a good space in their health. But they declared that they needed to lose just 10 more pounds and then they'd be happy. That's goal moving. This lack of appreciation often led to backsliding into old unhealthy habits as these clients tormented themselves with a sense that no goal was good enough. There's nothing wrong with wanting to do a better job, but when it becomes an obsession, then it becomes a ball and chain. Are you doing this to yourself? It's an unhealthy habit that's worth stopping. A third and memorable thing I recall was from a client who had lost 150 pounds. He made this statement when someone asked him what was he doing differently in his life. It was a simple statement and it was a little bit funny too. He said this, I stopped snacking between snacks. (laughs) Do you have a habit of grazing and picking at food all day? Do you find yourself eating out of packages rather than making serving sizes? Do you come home from work and just start grabbing food, eating a whole meal before your meal? If you're doing this, why are you doing it? When we don't understand why we're repeating an unhealthy habit, we'll struggle to resolve the real issues. We discussed habits in episode 40, and if you haven't heard it yet, pop back into the podcast library and look up the episode titled Habits to Embrace. But habits can be funny little creatures that will either help us or harm us. What can we do about our unchecked habits? We have to examine our lives for any habits that may need either editing or elimination. We can pray. Again, prayer is so powerful in our lives. We can pray and ask the Lord to help us to develop the fruit of temperance in our lives, which leads to a healthier body and a corrected viewpoint regarding the purpose of food. Temperance is a fruit of the Spirit that makes all areas of our lives better. It's also one of the hardest areas of development because it's extremely valuable. If you could see a video of your life with temperance firmly in place, you'd want this fruit so badly you'd do whatever it takes to allow God to form it in you. A great verse to remind ourselves of the importance of temperance is found in 1 Corinthians 9.25. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown but we and incorruptible. You know, understand that mastery in any area requires us to learn how to rule over ourselves. It may take some time to really pray your way through this, searching the scriptures for God's point of view in how we're to take care of ourselves. We're not our own. We were bought with a price, so we don't belong to ourselves. But it's worth the time investment to go to the Lord in prayer and ask him for his help. If you've never asked the Lord how you should take care of your soul carriage, it's not too late to ask Him now. We haven't covered all the reasons that people choose to eat rather than face their problems, but this is a starter list that will hopefully inspire you to examine yourself while asking God to show you how He would have you to live. God knows what's eating you, and He knows why it's leading you to abuse food. There's a passage in Psalm 139 verses 23 through 24 that you've heard me quote before and it makes a great prayer request for figuring out what's really going on in our souls. It says this, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. When I paused in my life and asked the Lord to help me to see my real issues, he revealed to me that I was trying to soothe my grief with food it was successful at adding 20 unwanted pounds to my frame but it was also adding health problems rather than subtracting the grief are you crossing your wires like that have you been trying to solve your personal problems with food something else is going on and god can help you figure out what it is as the saying goes if the
12: problem isn't hunger food won't fix it You've been listening to Keep the Heart with Francie Taylor. Subscribe to this podcast and follow Keep the Heart on Instagram. Visit the shop at keeptheheart.com for Bible studies, books, and more, along with Francie's conference event calendar. Visit keeptheheart.com today. Thank you for listening.
1: Food won't fix that, but fresh manna from heaven that will fix that. Kathy Flores with the song Fresh Manna. You're listening to 11 to 1. This is Faith Music Radio. Stay with Faith.
10: I
11: don't have to live on yesterday's blessings to sustain
9: This portion of programming brought to you by Wealth Trends Advisors, intergenerational wealth management, and executive benefits. For more information, call 812-473-9890.
12: Vacation goes to see. Oh, see the goodness of God. That's the theme for this year's Faithful Ladies' Vacation on April 21st and 22nd. Join us in Evansville, Indiana at Faithway Baptist Church and enjoy a time to relax, renew, and rejoice with our speakers, Francie Taylor and Sharon Rabin, plus 10 teaching excursions and more. Go to faithmusicradio.com. That's faithmusicradio.com to register or call 800-600-7230. Faith Music Missions singers will be providing the music and our famous Merry Marketplace will be available for shopping. This conference is brought to you by Faith Music Radio, where you hear 11 to 1 with Janice every weekday. Easy Breezy Registration is now open at faithmusicradio.com.
15: The Gospel is
12: heard here. Faith, music, radio.
1: praised by the friends singing the gospel and if you are listening to the radio (laughs) whether you're listening online or you're listening through 93.1 or um, 11 on fm dial or 1180 on the am dial if you're listening to the radio then you are hearing that we are under a tornado Warning here in Evansville, and yes, and and throughout the I think Illinois, um, Indiana, Paducah County, Kentucky. You know this whole region under a tornado warning and you haven't gotten to hear a lot of the show because the tornado warnings are going off quite frequently but i do want to let you know this none of that is on the podcast and so if you missed any part of francie taylor today or loretta walker or any part of the program today and you thought i wished i could have heard that it'll be up on the podcast later today um 11 to 1 the word 11 the number two and the word one, all put together wherever there are podcasts. And in honor of the storm, I've got a great song for you, sung here by Paul Chapman and Son. It's the Eye of the Storm, just reminding us we find safety in Jesus Christ.
13: They did not understand why he wouldn't come as they made their way toward the other side. As they left the shore they faced the storm And suddenly they feared for their lives But upon the sea there someone walked On the water as they listened for his cry That's when they heard him call out their names And tenderly he said, it is I eye of the storm, the center of my calm, the place where I find shelter, the place where I find warmth, the center of my ways, the keeper of my days. When I can't feel the sunshine, my ship is tossed and torn, He's the eye of the storm. He did not understand how the Prince of Peace Could find them in the middle of their sea But with little faith and God's good grace Joy would overcome their desperate pleas Now there are times in life when I face the storm And wonder if I ever will survive That's when I hear Him call out my name, And tenderly He says, It is I. He's the eye of the storm, The center of my calm, The place where I find shelter, The place where I find warmth, The center of my ways, sunshine. My ship is tossed and torn. He's the eye of the storm. Do not fear when He is near. Take hold of His strong hand. Listen closely to His word. He's the great I am. Stay sunshine. My ship is tossed and torn. He's the eye of the storm. He's the eye of the storm.
1: Well, we're going to finish off with a great song today. It's by the Faithful Men, and it's called I Will Make My Boast in Jesus. And this is my reminder to you to let your light shine for Jesus Christ today, and let it shine bright. And thank you for joining us on Faith Music Radio. I will
7: make my boast in Jesus, the Lamb of Calvary. By his death I now am ransomed once a prisoner, now set free. I will make my boast in Jesus in robes of righteousness. Since commenced and now forgiven, I'm an heir with Christ. My grace. I will boast in Christ my King. Of the sovereign grace I'll sing. Tell of love's great sacrifice. Live a life that points to Christ. Live a life that
13: I boast in Jesus, not in works that I have done. By His grace and by His Spirit, He is changing me
7: through love. I will make my boast in Jesus, who reigns as Heaven's King. When He calls me home to glory, His eternal praise I'll sing. I will boast in Christ my King, of His sovereign grace I'll sing, tell of love's great sacrifice, live a life that points to Christ, live a life that points to Christ. I will boast in Christ my King, of His sovereign grace I'll sing, tell of love's great sacrifice, live a life that points to Christ. Life that points to Christ. Live a life
3: that...